0: Thank you. Welcome to the Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett, and here with me are Tracy Shellhouse, Vice President of Ministry Services, and Andrea Tredent, Vice President of Communication and Marketing at Heartbeat International. So we're kicking off Pregnancy Help Appreciation Week, and while we love serving those in Pregnancy Help work each day of the year, we do set aside this week specifically just to say thank you in a special way. Our ministry services team and communications team met and brainstormed a few weeks ago to come up with special deals on train and encouragement messages uh, social media shareables drawings with prizes and of course ways that we can pray for you and with you so if you're listening and you're feeling a little bit burnout from your work or some compassion fatigue and just tired and exhausted I hope you'll take these next few moments with us and just be at peace and uh, maybe relax a little bit and uh, we'll talk about some ways you can take care of yourself and your team so Andrea why don't you kick us off here
1: Thank you so much, Christine, and thank you, Tracy, for joining us. This is the time of year that we absolutely love at Heartbeat because we get to celebrate and honor the pregnancy help organizations, and it was fun. Um, As Christine mentioned, we were brainstorming different things that we could do to honor those working on the front lines in pregnancy help, and we know from just years in this movement that it can be difficult work. Yes. Um, We are lovers of all people. We pour our hearts into helping in any way possible. So it started to come up more and more um, that we should really be talking about self-care and how we need to be mindful of taking that time in order to really be the best that we can be for those working with us and that we are serving. So I want to start with basics, um, Tracy, and that is What is self-care? What do we mean when we hear that term everywhere? We hear it at conferences. We read it in books. What is it? Well, yeah, I think a lot of people
2: don't know what it is, and they think it's selfish, and it's not. I think it's very important when we think about the fact that we were told um, to love others as we love ourselves then that means we need to love ourselves. And if we're going to care for others, we need to be able to care for ourselves. And so it can look like a lot of different things. It can look like rest. It can look like rejuvenation. It can look like uh, taking a moment and finding a friend and being able to blow off a little bit of steam. But self-care is not only necessary, but so often people don't even recognize their need for it. And then what happens is we get far enough down that path that we're beginning to head toward burnout and compassion fatigue, and we're unaware. So ultimately, self-care is very much doing for ourselves what we often do for others as we're serving them, as we're loving them, as we're encouraging them. Take a break, rest, You know, take a nap, um, go grab something to eat. It, it, we do that for others, but we need to be intentional about paying attention to our own needs.
1: There's something that I heard years ago, and it was the people who have the hardest time asking for help Mm -hmm. are those who are helping others. Yes. So I know that we are in a uh, movement of helpers. So um, what are some things that we can do? How can we care for our staff and those around us that we're working with to make sure that they're taking care of themselves as well? Okay. Well, I think it's very important
2: to be intentional and to pay at- and to pay attention to what what's going on around us and with those we're serving. You know, y'all are probably familiar with the HALT acronym: uh, hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. I actually think HALT plays very, very well into self-care, but also care of others. So looking to see if those around you are, are stressed because they're hungry, um, you know, or tired and we'll, the angry and lonely is a little bit different, um, but actually being intentional about that. And I know one of the things that I found is within my pregnancy help centers that i would worked with, you're at running at a breakneck speed. And you're going all the time and, you know, you end up with a double, triple booking. Something's happened and um, and we're all so busy. And there were days that we would get to the end of the day and realize that no one stopped and no one had a lunch. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to encourage people uh, to take time. And this is hard. This has been very hard with the centers I've been with um, to actually say, No, you have to go to lunch. But for the days that you can't do that, have something there for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Have some quick, healthy uh, snacks that they can grab. And or be sure that you take it in there uh, for yourself, too. I think it's important to um, also be paying attention when you start seeing that exhaustion, the tiredness and and those kinds of things. And go and, and be a motivator to bring about the things that need to happen. You need to take a break. Mm -hmm. Go take a walk. You know what? Go for 15 minutes and go sit out in the sun, go around the block. But actually pay attention to what's going on and what not only their physical needs, but their emotional needs. And it really takes a lot of work. You have to be very, very intentional and deliberate. And again, this is part of the pouring into others that not only are you um, leading from the, the perspective of being in a staff meeting and everyone knowing what needs to happen, but it's also looking and seeing what they as individuals need.
1: That's where I do like the go for a walk or mm-hmm. let's go for a walk. Absolutely. Then that's, I like to multitask as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's you're, you're taking that break mm-hmm. away from whatever task. But then you also then get that chance to right. connect with them and learn more about those emotional needs that um, you just mentioned. That Absolutely. So you know, even to the point like, do you need a Diet Coke? You know, yeah. I know
2: that might sound silly, oh. um, but the people that uh, have been working with me for the last y- 11 years will know I actually ask that often. And when I see that there's a lot of stress and stuff, um, sometimes I would look and go, do y'all need a refreshment? And um, we were close enough to be able to run and get dollar mm-hmm. fifty drinks. And my office manager or one of us, maybe even me, we would run out and get that for everyone. And it's almost like a, let's calm down. Mm-hmm. Let's just be people for a minute and reset.
1: And more often than not, that's just what is needed. So that's absolutely I like that tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Teresa, can you share a story or two about incidences that you've encountered throughout your years, and how you worked with your staff, and what what has worked
2: really well, what you've witnessed? Okay. Well, you know, I think one of the things that I have not been good about throughout my career and and have gotten much better um, the further along I've gone, and also as I've been challenged Mm. by some mentors and coaches, is not slowing down to celebrate Mm. and um, being very driven. You know, the to-do list is always longer than the time that you have. And with that, a lot of times I did not realize that I wasn't being intentional. And actually, as I was moving on to the next thing, I had people that were very tired um, that needed a bit of a break, and we needed to slow down and sort of reset. And so something that I began being very intentional about was finding time for fun, finding time to celebrate, and, um, and giving them a space where it's not work all the time. Right. And so some of the things that uh, I did over the years as our staff retreats changed, it actually required them to be a little bit longer because I was going to add fun things in there and it might be a game it might be a competition a special meal or special guests Um, having a special speaker come in or um, an artist to come in and and do a private painting class with us and there are some of those bigger uh, more grandiose things some of the smaller things that are a lot of fun and uh, you just have to be intentional uh, to watch and catch people when they're doing things well. Um, is I introduced, and it seemed silly and people were a little bit uncomfortable at first until it became part of our culture, and it is very rejuvenating and refreshing, even for the person that's not the recipient of it, because it's so much fun. You're building this. Oh, my goodness. It, is, it, it doesn't cost a lot of money. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that we want to be intentional about today is we're all in different places as pregnancy mm-hmm. centers, but things can be scalable. Um, but I went to Hobby Lobby and bought a treasure chest. Mm. And then I went to the Dollar Tree and I filled it up with all kinds of things from chapstick to coffee cups, candy and fuzzy socks, name it. It's in there, and um, and because I was aware that we were often not slowing down to celebrate what God was doing, and really, if you if you think about it, you know that could be a, a very close line with not giving Him glory and honor for mm-hmm. what He's doing if we don't slow down and take time to yeah, glorify Him point. and praise Him for it, and um, and so I began watching and waiting for people to do great things, and then I would. Come out with this treasure chest. And I remember the first time I did it, they had no idea what was going to happen. We actually did it on Facebook Live. And the person that was being honored, um, the moment that you reali- she realized it was her, she was like, what are we doing? But what had happened is we had had another person place their faith and trust in Christ. And um, and it was like, this is something to be celebrated this is something to be celebrated. And so we pulled out that treasure chest and we celebrated the job that Sandy had done uh, that day and just sharing and giving the opportunity. And she got to choose something out of the treasure chest. And it, It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's less than five minutes for everyone that is available at that moment to celebrate with you. It doesn't take a lot of money other than the front-end investment of about, you know, like I said, about $50. Uh, Each gift um, is $1 to $2 a piece. But it does take being intentional. Mm -hmm. And, And that being said, you're intentional about loving and celebrating others. But if you do not take the time to celebrate yourself... And the accomplishments that the Lord is allowing you to experience, you won't do it for others. And I think that that was where I was when I was challenged by a mentor to slow down and celebrate even what was happening, what the Lord was doing in my life. And when I did that, I started being more intentional about what the Lord was doing in the lives of others.
1: So what are some ways that either over the years, because a lot of what you're talking about, it is clear, is coming from experience and wisdom and, and just recognizing those needs in others. And I love the word intentionality, and mm-hmm. you keep using it. And so that's also <laughs> making me very happy because that is, to your point, it takes a little bit of time. Yes. And more often than not, that's all that really needs to happen mm-hmm. to really um, fulfill or fill somebody up with energy again. It's like, she noticed. Yes. It, somebody yes. noticed the work that I did. And mm-hmm. taking that intentional time to celebrate that. But what are some ways that you mm-hmm. take to Walk away and celebrate your moments, or to get rejuvenated. Okay.
2: Well, some of the things I do is I I will try to set aside quiet time, and I know a lot of times when we we talk about quiet time, we are talking about you know time in prayer and and study and and time with the Lord. And this quiet time is that too, but it's also just a time to relax, mm-hmm. a, a time to do something that I in particular enjoy. Um, often things I enjoy doing by myself uh, because. you you do spend a lot of time with people, right. and we, a lot of us have big families, I do, and you want a little bit of time by yourself. And so sometimes it is getting the new book
1: mm-hmm. that
2: you've been waiting for and uh, saying, I am going to set a timer and go in here and lock the door, and I'm not coming out for an hour. <laughs> um, you know, there are those kinds of things there. Just going and getting a cup of coffee mm-hmm. by yourself or a, a cup of tea. I even do that at home. I love tea um, and I love high English teas. And I have been known at home to make my own scones mm-hmm. and to, um, you know, boil my water and steep my pot of tea and get all of my pretty china out at the table by myself and I enjoy doing it with others by enjoy doing it with me and it takes a little bit of time mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of planning you have to have everything in, in on hand but the refreshment that comes from it is um, is very empowering and um, and you really feel like you've had a little bit of a mini vacation or respite mm-hmm. in the middle of everything else that is going on um, and also just being intentional about for me I love to cook yeah, um, And so it might be trying a new recipe when you get to the end of this um, or, you know, doing something new and serving others. I, I, I love cooking. Um, I enjoy eating, but I very much enjoy watching others enjoy something new yeah. or something different. And so, you know, those things along the way, I think, are very important uh, for me. And also one of the things that I think is, is, is important, too, and it takes a little bit of time and we have to slow down, is building a group of people that support you Mm. um, and inviting them in to supporting you. That is something that for many years I didn't really have. Um, I've served in three different states. And as you move, you know, you have good friends and you do keep in touch. And I have plenty that I keep in touch with. But something that I did for me um, as a a matter of self-care is I began recognizing those that I knew that were prayerful That were intentional about asking me, Tracy, how can I pray for you? And I actually built a group of people that were, some of them were intercessory prayer partners that we did one-on-one, but also a group of people that I could send out on a text group where we were all on there, we knew each other, and said, would you please pray today? Or, you know, this is something that I'm dealing with right now. Would you lift me up or my family up? And um, having that and knowing that people genuinely are and then reaching back out is so powerful. And it took, again, some intentionality up front me, identifying those people, then reaching out to them and saying, are you willing to do this? Um, But then once that that is put into place, then I also had to pay attention to when I needed help when I needed some prayer but you know that is something that we often do for our staff but it's important that we have it and my staff has been part of that too Uh, we actually have a a text group where we reach out and we ask that of each other and so that's very powerful it's important to know that people care about you and it's very sweet when three or four days later someone circles back around and goes how,
1: how are you doing do I need to continue to pray or do I need to pray differently it's very powerful I love that. Um, Here at Heartbeat, we pray every morning at 9 a.m. And um, it is a good time. We started off with, of course, lighthearted banter and (laughs) getting to know one another and what's going on in each other's lives so that then Mm -hmm. when it becomes prayer time, um, people who feel comfortable will ask for that. And then we do get to check in. And it's like, oh, how is your baby doing? Because we know that she Mm -hmm. was sick. And um, how how's your father? And so really diving deep or se- taking those moments to celebrate too Yes. Um. in that time. And I like the different examples that you were giving because it, it was a good reminder to me that it is one of those things that the things that work for you for rejuvenation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't work for everybody. Right. Just like the things that work for me mm-hmm. would be <laughs> stressful to other people <laughs> and things like that because you have to really understand what makes you at peace. And when Absolutely. you feel the most refreshed after what you're doing. And that takes time even if you haven't Mm -hmm. gotten into a habit or um, if you're just in an area that you're a little lost as to what do you like. My husband will often ask me like, or I'll say, I need a hobby. And he'll say my work is my hobby Uh because I do enjoy it. So it's like, well, what is my hobby hobby? And -hmm. so it took some time to really realize what calmed me down and got me to get in that place of refreshment again. Too. And it's different
2: for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy
1: cooking. And so that is a hobby.
2: And it is something that I find refreshing and enjoying. There are some people that the last thing they want to do is cook. Mm-hmm. They don't enjoy it. They have to do it. And that's that's not where they want to go with that. The, I personally um, shop to get through the list, Mm -hmm. uh, to get it done. And um, there are some things I occasionally enjoy shopping on, but I am not one that goes shopping all the time. I usually about two or three times a year go out and I'm intentional about wardrobe and then I'm done. And uh, but there are people that really enjoy mm-hmm. uh, going to Hobby Lobby and looking at all their stuff, and and going to Target, and and that is that's enjoyable for them, and and that's a good thing to do. Again, carving out time and saying I'm going to have this hour, mm-hmm. or or I'm going to have this afternoon, um, and put it in there, and whatever it is that if it's going and getting a manicure, if it mm-hmm. is um, you know going in and exploring a new hobby. Going to a hobby shop and going, hmm, what might I be interested in doing here? That That's a good thing. Mm-hmm.
1: I like coffee and puzzles.
2: So, <laughs> I love puzzles.
1: <laughs> so you did mention um, it may be um, something similar as, or something like opening a new book. Mm-hmm. That one yes. I do love too. Yes. Um, so what are some of your favorite books in regard to self-care and avoiding burnout oh. that you could recommend? Well, I, I think some of the ones that I would suggest
2: others might not look at as self care, but I know for me, um, it did. Uh, it, it has been self care for me. One of those is uh, the Five Voices mm-hmm. by Steve Cochran and Jeremy Kubaczek. And uh, for one thing, I my background is counseling and coaching, and so in that, I actually really enjoy, you know, learning more about personalities and mm-hmm. how to communicate. That it is a hobby. And uh, something that I've done for professional uh, development. But one of the things that I um, love about the five voices is truly it is uh, self-care for myself and then care for others. Because I started learning how others communicate is not how I necessarily communicate. Mm. And you start understanding others Better and and you're actually talking the same language, and um, so time together is more beneficial. Also, you leave with less confusion mm-hmm. and um, offense, and you also uh, offend less. Or you know, you feel that people have heard you, and uh, so for me, I think really for self care and even the care for others, that that has been a very important book in my leadership. And then also, uh, especially leading others, um, I love you know the the five dysfunctions of a team mm-hmm. by Patrick Lenciani. and and really in an understanding that our calling is to work together, and that begins with that trust, and then the healthy conflict, and if you understand what and it's that really is relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that his the book is about is our relationship together how we communicate, and then how we come together to accomplish things. And and so for me, uh, looking at that, um, it has been very powerful as I've stepped back and understood how to lead a team, but also um, how, how to serve a team well, and then how to be able to step back, too, and recognize that. I, I need this. Mm-hmm. Um, I need more information on the consensus that we have. Or I need to talk with someone and have some conversations so we have that trust so that we can move on into the next phase. And, um, you know, and there are a lot of really great books out there. I have some uh, devotionals Mm -hmm. that actually give you ideas for self-care along the way, like, you know, you could take time to do this, that, or the other. Um, But I I don't know that my favorite self-care books necessarily line
1: up with what others are, but those are the ones that speak to me loudly. Very good. And going more biblically, any scripture that comes to mind or that you kind of, find yourself when you start to get a little bit, Mm -hmm. you're feeling a little bit
2: overwhelmed. Absolutely. I I think Isaiah 26, 3. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's because the Lord gave that one to me um, very clearly in the middle of a a night when I was needing in a season that I really needed uh, to focus on self-care. And I was a young mother and don't think I even understood what self-care was because you're caring for everyone else.
1: There's very Um, little time in that.
2: There, there is, and we had three children, like um, that were, you know, preschool and younger. But you know, the Isaiah twenty six three tells us that, you know, he who keeps his mind stayed upon the Lord, the Lord will keep him in perfect peace because he trusts in him. And for me, what I, I learned is in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the exhaustion, um, in the even in the midst The midst of maybe being lonely or hungry or angry or or Mm -hmm. tired, that if we keep our mind stayed upon the Lord and His Word and His promises, that in that, um, He will keep us in perfect peace. And I think a lot of people don't always think about peace and tranquility as it can be. We think that everything has to be peaceful and everything in life has to be perfect, and it doesn't. Um, I I love tranquility and tranquility is where there's peace in the middle of the storm. Tranquility is the eye of the storm. And so all kinds of chaos and exhaustion can be going on around us. You know, all kinds of things that um, really require us to focus on self-care can be happening. But in, in the midst of that, We can keep our mind state upon the Lord and Him bring us to this place of peace because we trust in Him. And when we keep our mind state upon the Lord, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit cares about us, and He cares about us caring for ourselves so we can care for others. And if that is our focus, and our focus is, Lord, where is it that you would have me focus today? And where do you want me to be today? Um, I do believe that that is the very beginning Mm. of self-care. That we allow Him to prioritize our day, to provide clarity and focus as to what is most important, and quit trying to run our schedule ourselves. And I know that's counterintuitive to a lot of people. Um, I plan mm-hmm. every day. Um, you've even seen some of my plans. You saw where I actually like to do it on mm-hmm. paper. I plan, but then each day I pray, Lord. You tell me to make plans, and it's good to do that, but you weigh my motives, and you direct my path, and so I am asking you today to prioritize my day, and sometimes that means at the end of the day that all those things on your list Mm -hmm. that you thought you were going to get done haven't necessarily been completed, and it can feel very defeating, but it's important at the end of the day to, to reflect. Right. And look at what the Lord used you to do that day. And often you will find that great and wonderful things happen that day, even if your to-do list doesn't have any checks on it because it was on the Lord's to-do list.
1: Yeah, we used to have a saying that was, if you wanted to make God laugh, tell Him your plans. Yes. Because He has so much <laughs> better plans that we don't Mm -hmm. even realize in the midst of it all. But uh, it's very important um, to kind of wrap this up, to do just what you did and take that moment at the end of the day to pause and reflect. And I know that some people do it through Gratitude Journal. Mm -hmm. Um, We do it around the kitchen table. And it's like, how did you see God work today? What happened today that surprised you and such? And so those are those moments that you do take. And in the midst of it all, Mm -hmm. you're just working and checking things off the list or moving to the next task. But then when you intentionally yes. pause mm-hmm. and look back and you're like, oh, this is what God did today. And so we always, and my family, we have three goals each day and it's to learn something new, to help someone, and to make someone smile. And so it's as you're doing those things and you're helping others, It also brings you joy then as well.
2: And if you don't stop and reflect, if you don't ask your family those things, it's easy to not only start going day after day and not acknowledging those things, but to start going week after week Mm -hmm. and month after month. And that's where the fatigue sets in. That's where the compassion uh, fatigue sets in and the loneliness comes about. And, you know, something that I have encouraged as I've, I've done executive coaching and staff coaching over the years, and a lot of people really push back and they don't like it. But I had someone encourage me to do it. And after pushing back for about two years, I did. Mm-hmm. And it became part of my life. And that was a time assessment. Mm. Each day, writing down what I'm doing, looking at it on 15-minute increments. Um, and sometimes it's it's just encouragement of a volunteer or a staff member that you take a moment while you're making a cup of coffee to ask them how their day is going Mm -hmm. and spending a little bit of time with them. But those are the things that we tend to do throughout the day. But because they weren't on our to-do list, we didn't mark them off. But those are meaningful. And often those are more meaningful than the tasks that we remove from our list. And so that would fall into, did you make someone smile? Mm -hmm. That's important. And those time assessments allowed me to see what the Lord was doing on an ongoing basis in my life and through my day, even if not everything on my list was completed, um, I have a friend that I've worked with for many years. And we've laughed about a title the Lord's given us for a book that we will write one day, and it's called, She Didn't Get Finished, But She's Done. And uh, we've laughed about it being an epitaph on a, a headstone, but <laughs> she didn't get finished, but she's done. I think it's good to have plans that are bigger than you, Mm -hmm. that you can't finish, and you surely can't do them alone. But there are so many things that are done for the kingdom along the way as we fulfill our purpose, and it's okay to not get everything off that list, but it is important to slow down and appreciate the things that the Lord is doing through us and be rejuvenated by it.
1: Oh, and that is a wonderful close for this time. So I do um, thank you, Tracy, for your time today and for taking some time to pour into those on the front lines in the midst of all the work. And, of course, for me personally and um, our staff here, um, because it is important that we do take time to really acknowledge self-care is Part of what we should be doing and working into our lives, but then practical ways as to how that looks. So I do um, thank you again for joining us. And then um, for those listening now we are excited still about our pregnancy help appreciation week coming up we look forward to celebrating you we have some amazing videos from around the movement of just people sharing um how much they appreciate those inside pregnancy help organizations in the maternity homes opening the doors and just giving words of encouragement and love because their role they were not called into that role but it is such a mighty task and to your point earlier we all have a lot Um, on our task list that all Mm -hmm. comes together for this mighty mission. So we do look forward to acknowledging that November 7th through 11th, 2023. And um, Pregnancy Help Appreciation Week is our time to really be intentional and um, pour into you guys as much as we can because the work is so great. So thank you, and I'll pass it back over to Christine.
0: All right. Thanks. Hey, Andrea, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second because you've done quite a few appreciation weeks with us at Heartbeat. So what's one thing, without giving too much away, because I know we plan out certain surprises for each day, but what is one thing that you can tell us, because this podcast is coming out bright and early in the morning on Appreciation Mm -hmm. Week, what's a, a sneak peek of what's to come for this week of celebrations?
1: Oh, so the daily deals have some really good things, but um, one thing that I'm very excited about is we are going to be doing our daily Facebook Live devotions. So we are being very intentional about coming together beyond our 9 o'clock time, um, but we'll be sending out that invitation for everybody to kind of jump in. And then I don't know if I can give away too much more because <laughs> we have a couple new pieces this year, but throughout the week, you're going to be... Um, Hearing from different ones of us here at Heartbeat International, and I think that's always my favorite part mm-hmm. um, because we see each other every day, but we don't always necessarily um, put on a Facebook live. (laughs) And and so we're getting different people in front of the cameras. Um, Me, you've seen, me, you've heard. (laughs) We're going to be tapping into different voices and different perspectives. And so I really love that part of the week. And so keep an eye on your email um, and um, you'll get that link.
0: Thanks. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things too. It's any way that we can connect with people and help, Mm -hmm. help you get to know us and us get to know you. And this is the perfect week for that. So if you are interested in those Facebook live or the drawings or all of the fun things that we have planned this week, make sure you're getting those emails from Heartbeat International. Um, If you're not getting this, if you are listening to this Monday morning and you don't have your email and it's been a couple hours into the morning um, and you're wondering where your special deals are, then please contact Heartbeat. You can email support at heartbeatinternational.org or you can call our office and we'd be happy to make sure you're on that list because we want you to be the first to know. And uh, again, we have some special Academy training deals this week that you don't want to miss. Um, Just ways that we can support you and say thank you at the same time. And again, pray for you. So, Andrea, you have one more thing. I was going to say, and if you
1: do not get the email for whatever reason, um, you can always go to heartbeatservices.org. And there will be a banner right there. And you can tap into that to see more information as well. Yes,
0: absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's all I have for everyone today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast and happy Pregnancy Help Appreciation Week.